I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the KSL Movie Show. The natives in the Amazon worshipped it like a god. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games, and prizes. All on the KSL Movie Show. Here's Doug Wright. This is a man, a handsome, muscular man. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. And good morning to you. Welcome to the infamous movie show here at KSL News Radio. Now, normally, normally, because I am here and Steve is not, I would be mocking him greatly. But, oh, this morning, I can't even do that. I barely got here by the skin of my teeth. Steve's just a couple of minutes out. But, oh, my goodness, as I was driving north, and feeling sorry for myself and going along at about 25, 30 miles an hour. Once in a while, we'd squeak up to around 40, 45. But then I was going north, of course, because we are at Minky Couture this morning for the movie show. And But every time I started feeling sorry for myself and the driving conditions that I was in, oh, baby, I just looked over my left shoulder to those southbound lanes. Oh, my goodness. What a morning to be driving. Now, I've been listening to uh, the reports from Andy and everybody on the rest of, of the freeway all the way down to Santa Quinn. When they said it was absolutely slammed from Santa Quinn to uh, Hill Air Force Base, uh, it, it really is true. It's kind of amazing. But, you know, the good news is, the good news is, as I was uh, heading up, I came down I-80, which was a little interesting with all the construction going on. But as I came down, I was kind of marveling. I, I saw a few people on my side of the freeway off the road, but and a few little, you know, fishtails here and there. But overall, uh, it wasn't all that terrible. It was just slow. But, oh, my goodness, we'll keep you right up to date, of course, on this first winter, serious winter driving day and of course throughout the movie show i mentioned that we are here at minky couture we love hanging out with these great folks at minky couture we're looking forward to talking with sandy and everybody and the the beautiful festive environment on both sides of of the door they have the beautiful christmas trees ready to go the shelves are absolutely stocked and ready to go and we'll be talking about some of the uh, incredible deals and some of the amazing things last time we were broadcasting from minky couture we talked and anticipated the christmas products i'm looking at a whole table full of them right here you know from the blankets to the scarves to everything just beautiful beautiful things for this christmas season so we'll be talking about that but just a little quick rundown i think we can do the rundown here so ladies and gentlemen since it is on the agenda since we are sticklers for staying right on format and on the clock here in the movie show we're very disciplined of course it's time for the movie show preview sponsored by our friends just down the road a piece in Centerville at Call Climate Services. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, the big movie review. Boy, there is no doubt about it. This isn't just the big movie of the week. This is one of the big movies of the year. 
And I'll just give you a little preview on my thoughts on West Side Story. Uh, Every time we walk out after seeing a screening, whether it's a slasher hacker movie or whether it's something, you know, like West Side Story, we are met by the studio representatives who stand just outside the door and they want to comment. And I watched this movie with Dee and West Side Story. I was a little skeptical. You, you may have heard our speculation about this a while back when we heard that it was being remade. Then I heard that Steven Spielberg was remaking it, and I felt a little better. But I thought, and, and even my wife said, you know, when you have a movie like West Side Story, why remake it? Well, this is the reason why you remake it. I told the studio rep when we walked out, I said, I didn't believe that this story could be more beautiful and more heartbreaking than the one that uh, came out in 1961. This is a beautiful movie. So we'll uh, we'll give you the full review. We'll get Steve's take on it as well. Don't Look Up is another movie we'll be talking about. Being the Ricardos, it's kind of an interesting uh, take on the life of uh, Lucy and Ricky and the Unforgivable and National Champions. All of those movies we'll be taking a look out. We'll have a little movie news for you. And, by the way, we're hoping that the commish would be joining us here in person. And it was scheduled. We even told her where we were going to be broadcasting from, which is unprecedented, so she might actually have a chance of joining us. But we got word from the commish that she'll be joining us by phone. And, boy, I don't blame her <laughs> at all. So we'll be talking with uh, Virginia Pierce, who is the uh, the Utah State uh, Director of Film, uh, you know, just great within the Department of Tourism, of course. She is great. Uh, so we'll talk with her. And she, I understand, wants to talk Christmas movies. So, uh, okay, far be it from us to steer the commish in any other direction than that which she desires. Streaming news, of course, will be coming up. We've got the movie show Top Ten, which billions, well, a couple of people look forward to each and every week. That, too, by the way, is sponsored by Call Climate Services. You know, I'm beginning, Dee said she was going to come up and join us for the quirky picks, but uh, I may advise her, barring something miraculous here, to join us on the phone line as well. We're going to be talking about telephone torture, of course, with fabulous prizes worth up to dollars and so much more. All right, that's just a little uh, quick uh, uptick or update on what's coming your way. And we'll be talking with the great people here at Minky Couture as well. And usually they have some spectacular deals for us. We're anticipating that uh, trend, that uh, Christmas tradition especially will continue. So stay with us. So much more to come here on the movie show at KSL News Radio, broadcasting from the Layton location. We like to call it the mothership of Minky Couture. The Movie Show. Fredo, you're my older brother and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Right now, we probably ought to do the uh, big. Well, you know what? We're we're a little tight toward the bottom of the. Hour. How about if we don't do a big movie, but a lesser movie right here? We're going to break format, oh. which we of course never do on the show. We're sticklers for decorum and everything else. So, which movie should we do? Well, one that you may have not may not have seen it's it's called unforgivable unforgivable okay let's get a little sound from unforgivable you're gonna pay for what you did does your release alter the terms of your no contact order you don't have to give me a speech i'm looking for katie she's my little sister i raised her she did her time she killed somebody in cold blood she walks around like it never happened but you tell me if that's fair you got to be a convict wherever I go? No, you're a cop killer everywhere you go. Okay. Tell Sa- me about this movie. Sandra Bullock. Normally, yes. Miss Congeniality and right. every other thing. She's been in prison for 20 years. And we all didn't even know that. Well, yeah. It's, How uh, did she make Oceans whatever it was? Uh, they gave her a release. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But this is, this is a very serious role for her. She plays this woman who's now out of prison uh, and really doesn't know what to do. She's... Has some carpentry skills, which, by the way, her father fixed up houses. So 
you know, she picks up a saw and she looks like she knows what she's doing. But she's out. Um, she has a sister uh, that she has not been able to have any contact with at all. And it's been a long, long time. And now she's with a family. Um, and the, the the dynamic there is really interesting. The family's trying to be very protective. Uh, and Sandra Bullock is just determined to try to figure out a way that she can get you know to contact this young uh, this young woman it is a wonderful film this wow. is a very intense movie very serious she's no pratfalls this is sandra bullock being an actual actual actress it is it's actually really good b plus netflix only wow. rated r but don't go thinking there's going to be giggles there aren't there are none this is a very serious performance by a great Sandra Bullock. All right. Wow, it's nice that she's kind of back. I've been a little disappointed with uh, some of the uh, previous movies we've had. And uh, Oceans, what was it, Oceans 8? Oh, yeah, that was all. That was, she phoned that in. Everybody else was working so hard. Well, she's working hard in this one. Good. She's back, and it's just a, a little different role for her, but it's only on Netflix, rated R, uh, B+. Plus. Okay. The Movie Show. We've got two stories here. We've got a story about degenerate clergy, and we've got a story about a bunch of lawyers turning child abuse into a cottage industry. Now, which story do you want us to write? Because we're writing one of them. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The movie show is coming to you today from Minky Couture. We're at the big, beautiful store here in Layton. Okay, Steve. Sir. You worked in news for a long time, and I uh, did. You know, I've done news. Over the years, and remember the term "rip and read." Oh yeah, that's what I've I'm had doing. Nightmares th- about ripping and reading. That's what I'm doing today with movie news, because the I I hit the just as a last ditch in case it might be there before I I had to hit the road. Yeah, I just went back and I hit it and it was there. So we're going to do a little rip and reading on movie news. Here we go. This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Okay. Christmas movie production snowballs to reach a new record. I think uh, Virginia Pierce, our commission of movies here in the state of Utah, wants to talk a little bit about that as well. But it's there are crazy. A the number has doubled, Stephen since 2016 is four times more Christmas movies than in 2011. I wonder what percentage Hallmark would be on that. Well, look at Netflix and everybody's getting in on it. Amazon, everybody. Lifetime, they're all like, give me some Christmas. You know, it used to be the joke in the the, uh, music business that, yeah, you're a great artist and everything, but no matter what you do, you record a Christmas album. They will play it till the end of time. Look at the Beach Boys Christmas album. Yeah. Look at all Elvis. of us. The only one that I don't think did one were the Beatles, but they did Christmas songs. You know, we have true. John Lennon. We have Paul McCartney and everybody else. So the, the, the joke is you want residuals till the end of time, write or sing a Christmas song. Yeah. So there you go. And we'll talk more about that particular story with the commission herself and by the way she was going to join us in person you probably heard me on the way up. i was going to talk her out of it to, you know to be oh honest. absolutely and i'm talking d out of coming up as as well because you know we we usually you know have to tell the commission where we're going to be in order for her to show up imagine such a thing well yeah unless she has a and crystal we, ball <laughs> we for, for a long time we kept going wonder why she's not stopping by. And then she goes, you'd never tell me where you are. Well, that made some Ask sense to you us. Shall so we actually told her where we were going to be. And I think, to tell you the truth, I know Dee was really excited to be here today. Normally she just goes, oh, I have to go hang well, out I tried with those to, guys. I didn't realize it was going to be this ugly today. But I said, you know, 50% off normally yeah, 55 is a, I know, yeah, and it's I even know. better. So she's probably like, oh, I think maybe yeah. I will. Yeah, jump. I'll probably be getting buying instructions from everybody in the family today while i'm here at uh, at minky so anyway uh producer the 007 producer barbara broccoli says of course there will be another james bond but she doesn't want james bond to be played by a woman at least not yet she says mm. i don't think we're ready for that i think that there are great roles for women and we're trying to do that you know with money penny being a lot more than just right. you know uh, 
Oh, and you look at the, the, the female, you know, antagonists. They're not just pretty, you know, using their feminine wiles anymore. They're just kicking tail. That's true, yes. You know, so, so she says, yeah, we're probably going to stay with – she hasn't said who the next James Bond is going to be, but she yeah. says it'll probably be a man, and he probably will be most likely British. Well, that would be nice. You I mean, know, sometimes you kind of need to stay with certain things because if you're going to be with, you know, if you're going to have a license to kill – yeah. I mean, the CIA don't care about a license. Yeah, but they, we do that anyway. That's all, whatever. But, you know, with the Brits, you know, I mean, I, I can see. I, I'd like to see the tradition continue, and I love the elevation of women who are just amazing. And everything yeah, else, you know, we've exactly. seen it at every level. Okay, and we got a lot of hints on what it might be, including female, in the last movie. You know, you kind of went, hmm, I wonder where they're going with this. Okay, who's in, who's out? At China's major theater. The musical chairs of Friends and Foes underway again in China with uh, South Korea seemingly back in the game while Hollywood and Bollywood couldn't be, uh, could be out of luck for the foreseeable future. On December 3rd, South Korean family comedy Oh My Grand produced by, uh, you know, Big Stone Pictures, open theatrical in China. The movie, the first Korean title to show on Chinese screens since 2016 and think of the good wow. stuff they've put out yeah wow you know south korea has put out some amazing things and it would just underscores that it just kind of depends on the political climate at the time you know they don't care so you know here here in america we do it right how much money will it make yay or nay right not in the, not over there it's political it's cultural it's everything. If well, they, and also they are only they're limited to so many films that they can bring in from the West. The West. So yeah, that's ugly. Yeah. Okay. Did you see the story about Tom Holland is going to play Fred Astaire? <laughs> oh, isn't that amazing? Yeah, I thought oh, I, that's all I got. I, I literally read the title and I thought, well, I'll look at more when I get there. You know, I think of trying to play a role. I think he would be not just because of his dancing skills. But he had such a unique look, and he was so wiry. And fluid, yes. I know. He was wiry. He was wiry. Where, where, you know, Gene Kelly was not. You know, he looked like a normal guy. Athletic. And, and boy, he danced so beautifully. But Fred Astaire, when you think of... of Just fluid. Putting on the Ritz, as it were. Yeah. I mean, he was the guy. Yeah, Tom Holland. Spider-Man is going to be Fred Astaire. I don't know. That's weird. Well, I'll have to think about that. Um, Yes. Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, says, I definitely want to play Thor as long as they'll let me. But he says, I think people are kind of getting a little tired of me. Uh, if you're looking for a vote on that, no, they're not, especially the ladies. Yeah. Love Chris Hemsworth. In fact, um, but the problem is, when is he going to show up again? Right now, we've, I mean, he's probably going to be in, well, of course, Thor Love and Thunder is, comes out in June. Um and then he maybe is going to go with the Guardians of the Galaxy. We saw that he was getting on their ship and bumping heads with uh, yeah. with uh, Star-Lord. But maybe he'll be in Loki Season 2. We don't have a word on that yet. But, I mean, Disney has all the movies lined up so far in advance. Where are they going to put him? No, I, I mean, know. where is Thor going to show up? I don't know. But well, I'd, I'd like answers. I want Thor back. Hammer complete, dignity complete, long hair, the whole deal. Yeah, Just probably lose the gut. Lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. I have always been fascinated by Robert Oppenheimer, you know, oh, the father yes. of the atomic bomb. And I've read books on him. I've been fa- all of the movies. You know, whether it's the one with Paul Newman, what was a uh, little boy oh, and fat man? Uh, yeah, yeah, and, fat man, little boy. Yeah. And you know, there there have been so many movies, and uh, you know, I mean, John Cusack, you know, played the role of the guy that really kind of saved a lot of things, but he irradiated himself. That whole thing I've been fascinated by. So Christopher Nolan's a biopic about the father of the A bomb is attracting Hollywood's A-list, Florence Pugh, Rami Malek, uh, all kinds of people are just going, yeah, sign me up. Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, I mean, Murphy. I mean, it, it is incredible. The call sheet is amazing. And uh, to kind of see this done, it's, it's been done well before, but I hope this is really, really good because this is such an important story. It changed the world yeah. forever. Right. And so anyway, but the uh, studio has set the July 21st date of 2023. Right. So we got some time, the release date for Oppenheimer. All right. Benedict Cumberbatch 
I know the guy. A bit Not concerned personally. about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. He says and it's due out in March on March 25th. He says, my, my concern is there's so many characters that they're trying to include in this because yeah. of all the multiverse people coming in. Right. He says, and then you're going to hate this, but he says, I don't know if there's going to be enough of a character arc. Arc of for, a character? For my, I, I can f- completely understand where he's getting. Because they just did reshoots. I mean, massive yeah. reshoots. Remember on. when we had one hero? You know, we had Superman. We had Batman over in the DC universe. Over here, we had Iron Man. The whole story was Iron Man. Right. And then we'd get little, you know, ties to other things. Yeah. Your shield and everything else. And But now, it is such... It, it's it's like a menagerie. It's, I it, uh, yeah, it's I, kind of I don't blame him. Out. See, I, if we start hearing whining from the stars on that. Right. You know? Which probably suggests why maybe they went back and did some reshoots. Maybe. But, oh, well, anyway. Okay. There you have our movie news, ladies and gentlemen, here on the infamous movie show. The movie show. Hey, look, he's trained. Shake. Uh-huh. Speak. Hi there. <gasps> Did that dog just say hi there? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, I think, Stephen, we probably ought to do the big movie oh. review of the week. Yes, yes, so yes, um, yes, 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 here yes, we did. We, we just didn't have enough time to do it in its traditional slot. So, ladies and gentlemen, the big, and I mean big, movie review of the week. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you exactly what they think of the biggest release of the week. Okay, we all were kind of scratching our heads a little bit a year or so ago when we heard that uh, this was going to be remade. Until we heard Spielberg. Until, and that's when I kind of thought, well, okay, it will at least not be bad by any stretch of the imagination. I had no idea, though how incredible this movie was going to be. So let's uh, get a little sound from West Side Story. This is my first time in New York City. I want to make a life at home. The first gringo boy who smiles at you. i never seen you before. I'm not Puerto Rican. Is that okay? Do you want to start World War III? You keep away from him. As long as you're in my house. I'm a grown-up now, Bernardo. I'm going to think for myself. You know, this is very true to the original stage play and the original movie, but it carves its own identity in this classic story. I'm not going to rehearse it. Everybody knows it's kind of a modern-day take on Romeo and Juliet, but uh, fortunately, and everybody knows this, so no spoiler, but Juliet in this case, you know, in the original Shakespeare, everybody dies. The two kids die. Well, <laughs> well that's not Shakespeare. This one. You know, it was interesting because as we walked out, Dee said, I wonder if anybody's ever going to make a movie, and this could either be really good or terrible, but on what happens to Maria. Because, oh. oh, my goodness, you, you know, the end of this movie, and we've all seen the stage player. We've all seen the movie a gazillion times, the old one. But, oh, my goodness, the way Spielberg wrapped his arms around this, brought it modern, but kept it in the same era. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because this is still, you know, the the late 1950s, early 1960s. It has that look. The, the newest vehicle I saw in that movie was probably a 1959 Plymouth. So it's right in that same era where the original, I love, too, the way it opened, and that whole area where all of these people are fighting over the turf. It's being knocked over. It's being turned to rubble and dust, which was actually happening when the original West Side Story was filmed. They filmed in a part of uh, Lower West Side, New York, that was destined for the wrecking ball. Yeah. But this shows the wrecking ball, and it made it he even... had a few more dollars to work with. ...made it even more poignant to think that these people are just ready to go to the mattress in order to keep their little slice of this decrepit, soon-to-be-knocked-over turf. So anyway, we have the traditional story. You're going to find a lot of things that are a little out of sequence, but it worked perfectly. Like we don't see I Feel Pretty when you normally would. We don't see Officer Krupke Ooh, where you Speaking of I would. Feel Pretty, the oh. way that they did that, almost yeah. mocking You've got the night help coming in, That's including right. Maria and all her Puerto Rican friends. They're in gimbals, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah. in gimbals, and yeah. they're cleaning up. And so it takes on a whole different flavor when you're you're mocking the rich people. Like, oh, look at me. I feel pretty. Yeah. And, I mean, that's thinking. 
And they took it out of, you know, so many things happened in the dress shop in the original. This one, it's more diverse. Things oh, they're happen, all over the place. They all happened in front or in dock store. Not here. Yeah. They happen in the court. They happen in the police, uh, not in the court, but in the police station. And it, it adds a diversity. And the other thing, too, you, Steve and I talked about this after we saw it. But, you know, for some people, it's it's tough in a musical when, you know, especially when there are tough guys in the musical. Right, right. And all of a sudden they burst into song and, and they, ballet. They ballet and, around. And her. everything else. This, but, you know, but a lot of things have changed since that original movie version of West Side Story. There are street dancing. There's break dancing. All kinds of things. I mean, you know, younger people will just all of a sudden. I mean, there's, you know. Doing all Popping kinds of, and locking. Yeah, 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 spinning on the on the ground. So it, it and plus, this was a little more subtle. It was a little more subtle when they would go into a routine. It, it tended to make a little more sense. But the way Spielberg and and even just a subtle change, like in one of the songs where it goes, "I feel pretty and witty and gay." This time it says, "I feel pretty and witty and blithe," and it was it Ooh, really it was really interesting and. And, you know, it was just meant to, you know, because over the years, you know, as gay has taken on such a different meaning in our language, yeah. it's become, you know, it it just puts you in a different frame of mind. Right. And rather than saying, I, I feel pretty and witty and gay and, you know, uh, no one can match me today, it's tonight, you know, because it rhymes a little closer with life. Little subtle changes like that through the movie do not detract at all i think it makes it more in in tune with today i loved this movie i mentioned this when you were driving up steve when the studio reps grab you on the way out i Mm. just said i didn't think this movie could be more beautiful and more heartbreaking but it is and the music holy cow the bernstein and sondheim music here is incredible, and to think that Ansel Elgort is actually singing in this one. And oh, and he, he five years of ballet in yeah. his background, so he's, he's, he's a dancer. And and Maria is is truly of the ethnicity. Now I love Natalie. You know, well, no, she is Colombian, but, Polish, but still, descent, it's, it's, but at least it's Latina. Well, that's the point. That's the thing that Spielberg has said over and over. Everybody didn't have to come from Puerto Rico. They just needed to feel the role and be a little more natural in the role. Yeah. You know, and so I, I love this movie. Four stars. Unabashed. Unreserved. No caveats. It's a four-star movie. This, this is one of the best movies I've seen in a long, long time. And, and the criticism, if there is any, is that it doesn't really change at all and i thought apparently you've never really seen west side story because there are so many changes uh, and they're subtle but they're updated like for example who sings somewhere not maria and tony but um, rada moreno's character and and that song works better for her because she's lived in that block that's right somewhere where is the place for us right and it's because she would know not these kids. Well, and that whole marriage between she and her gringo husband, yeah, Doc, you know, who, yeah. who created an oasis for both sides and in f- Doc's And you store. feel that. Plus, yeah. character development. In the original, it's really just, you know, Maria and Tony and then uh, maybe Anita a little bit. The, oh, we have more with Bernardo. We have more with Riff. I mean, depth in Chino. Chino is such a different character here. Exactly. He's got more flesh to him. Yeah. Um, and even the little things like, remember the, the security guard at Gembles when he's chasing right. the women out? He was one of the original Jets in yeah. the first movie. Well, and look at Officer Krupke. And look at everybody else, the lieutenant and, you know, everybody else. It, it, it's not as goofy. Uh, and and at the, the dance at the gym, oh. it, it seems more, you know, kind of real and and we don't have and you know austin what was his first name uh anyway uh who played the the guy that was keeping them apart you know they have all the cops there but 
Oh, you know. Oh, the lieutenant? Uh, no, 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 no. He's he's just the geek. He's there. Oh, boys and girls get together. Oh, now oh, we're going to form the big oh, circle. The principal guy? Yeah. This guy in this movie I thought was, was a little more, he's a little more snarky, a little more realistic. So, yeah, you know, if somebody said they didn't change anything, I'd go, what the heck movie did you see? Exactly. And like anybody's, you know, was just kind of a throwaway character. Oh, in this wow. one, yeah. you know, it's a, I'm starting to learn more about non-binary, you know, yep. people and I'm trying to learn stuff, and this movie gave me some insight into yeah. what that is is about. I the fact that he didn't put subtitles on the Spanish, you know, we get what they're trying to say. Yep. We get the gist of it. Of course, we don't have to have it, you know, spelled out on the screen. So there are so many little things that he did for this movie. I, I t- when I talked to the studio rep, I just said magnificent. Yeah. It yeah. is the best movie of the year for me uh that coda or two of the top films for me but as far as just pure class and being able to take something that's already revered and and bring it into this like the america song oh that in in the daylight out in the in the street in the street not Not on the rooftop right you know i mean just everything the slum clearance i mean the whole idea of you know blending the dance and the fight so that it looks more like real they were fighting, yeah. you know. They were really kicking each other's tail. Well, it was interesting in Bernardo's character, and we find out so much more about Tony, maybe why he's in a little bit of a reformation mo- mode. Yeah, he went. To, he was in prison for why a year. he is so appreciative of the job that he has at Docs and and Bernardo. You know, we find out that man, if these two face off with a boxing background and having been in the Slammer and everything else, you got a whole different feel in the Rumble because you know these characters better brilliant all right it it is it is a for me unabashed no reservation nothing i I don't have a single criticism here of this movie i just thought it was masterful it has got the spielberg touch what do you think rita moreno gets another well i was gonna i i that's one thing that i asked the studio rep on the way out i said are they going to be able to give sondheim and bernstein another oscar for the music and is rita moreno going going to be the best supporting actor twice in the two different movies that but with the same title in two different roles yeah you know i think it's a possibility I, i think it's a possibility too all right. Well, I think we've and the got, young girl, this Zegler, uh, oh, Rachel Zegler. She was just, her she, voice was and she was so real. And, and everybody's so picking charming. on uh, Ansel. What's his name? Oh yeah, Elgar. Elgar. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, he, he, he might not be the you know the flashiest, but I don't think Tony is supposed to be. I think. He just played the part yep. brilliantly, and I know. I'm sorry, but isn't that amazing? We, I mean, we could go on and on and on, and I worry. And a little we have, bit. I'm afraid. Yeah, I worry a little bit that you know there, we've there's, overhyped it. There's the oversell, and people go, "Well, yeah, it's a good movie," but I don't know. I don't just know. Just look it's, at the subtleties. Just yeah. when you watch this movie. Right, right. Oh man. All right, it is 10:20. That was West Side Story, of course, and he's still the language is down. It, it's it, you can take the family. Yes, yeah, PG thirteen. It. It's incredible. I thought, well, you know, hey, in this day and age, they've, you know, are they going to spice up the language? They didn't. Well, I mean, there was that scene with Anita when the, all the one or two jets but, are around her. That was pretty tough, but it, yeah. you know, again, handled you know with class. Yep. The movie show. You don't want to be in the way when my laser goes. Off. Hey, a laser! How come you don't have a laser, Woody? It's not a laser. It's. A- it's a little light bulb that blinks. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, it's so good having you along on the movie show today. It's always fun to look forward to Friday, kick back, relax, and talk movies and kind of have a just just good time. Okay, Stephen. Oh, Virginia's on the line. Okay, so she's, she's somewhere between here she's, and there. She's not going to be here in person. <laughs> See, we're just molding the show. While we're here, she's standing. Okay, she's so surprise us we've got her on the line. Okay, she chickened out is what she did. Well, no, she was wise. Is yeah, is what it was. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is my distinct honor to introduce to you from the great state of Utah, the Kamish herself. Over, she's the guru of film in the state of Utah, and that's Virginia Pierce. Virginia, how are you? Where are you? Hi. And where are you? Hi. I'm so sorry I'm not there. I got nervous about getting on the roads this morning. Oh, hey. I, I don't blame crazy. you. 
Yeah, same same thing with uh, with D, and you know to drive. If she was just going to go down to the Minky Couture store in Sugar House, I'd say go for it. Of but, course, know. I would be so of close. Of course, of course, <laughs> Virginia. It's so good to have you here, and we've got to talk about all these Christmas movies. I was looking at some of the statistics on how many Christmas movies are made. Right now, compared to five years ago, and then if you go back to 2011, 10 years ago, it's crazy. What's going on? Well, I think the word's out, and we are a Christmas-friendly town, as we all know. And I guess we're really good at making fake snow in the summer as well. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. That's the one little bugaboo that drives me nuts. You know, Steve and I over the it years. It never melts. Yeah, we call it propane moments. I know. But when they're, when they're standing next to the fire and it's on their nose and it's not ever melting. That, nobody yells cut. I know. You kind of go, would you, would you at least brush it off your nose, you know, like it's an irritant? Well, you know something. what is interesting is that the, this genre of films has really taken off, as I'm sure everyone is noticing. It's not just Hallmark, it's Lifetime, it's Netflix, it's Amazon, it's, you know, everyone is kind of getting in the game. And I think the they're seeing the value of upping their production appeal. And now we have, you know, we have one shooting right now, and we have one coming in for January to shoot. So they're now pre-planning a whole year in advance instead of what they usually do, which is come in in July, fake snow. They're on the network by November. (laughs) I just think, how in the world are you going to come up with more titles? Well, you know, it's interesting, the creativity that's coming up. Dee and I watched one the other day. We were just doing kind of a, you know, we were wrapping presents and stuff, and we just wanted something on that, you know, didn't require a lot of uh, concentration. And it was, and I can't remember the name of it, the Christmas movie movie or something. But these these two sisters, one who's kind of grinchy, one who is not. That, but they, they they ended up being in a Christmas movie because they made the wish with a bell ringing, you know, fun taking Santa Claus. <laughs> so all of a sudden, the the grandma that is always cooking, they've got that. You know, they they wake up, they're in their Christmas jammies, that and they're going, "Where are we? What's happening?" And they're in <laughs> a Christmas movie. Now, Steve. See, now that's, that's brilliant. you know, pretty soon, Virginia, I'm beginning to actually hold out hope for a Eureka Christmas. I mean, it's not crazy. <laughs> no. It's not the nuttiest I, idea uh, ever. <laughs> it's not the dumbest idea you've ever had. Ooh, well, you know, that's saying something, I'll tell you. I'm waiting for Marvel Christmas. Yeah, oh, can you imagine? Although, although okay, yeah, Hawkeye. No, are you, are you waiting for the one? I was thinking about this the other day. Ever since we were so brutally abandoned by Yellowstone, and now oh, here, here they go. are. Are they going to have a Christmas episode? <laughs> Can you imagine the Christmas on the Dutton Ranch? We'll just see how many people die. Silent and, night, <laughs> deadly night. That's right. We're taking you. Santa's sleigh is on the way to the train, train station. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I thought... That would that would either be really dark or it would just be absolutely hilarious, Virginia. I mean, it's, some, it's like Die Hard being a Christmas movie. You know, it's That's a great right. date. Anything can be a Christmas movie. Yeah, Beth is Santa Claus's little elf helper. <laughs> I'm the tornado. Okay, what else is happening in cinema? In our oh, and by the way, we're going to put the bite on you. Have you seen West Side Story? No, I want to see oh. it in the theater, and I am so excited. Have you seen yeah. it? Have you already yes. been talking about it? Yeah, we have. We, we gave it the review uh, about a half hour or so ago, and uh, Steve is is at absolutely, uh, did you go A++++ like little Ralphie? Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and I'm a solid four. I can't think of a thing that I didn't like in that movie. It's too it, short. It, yeah, and, and this is, we've been whining you probably heard us, Virginia, were whining about all these long movies. You go, really, did this movie have to be two hours and 43 minutes? Did this have to be two hours? They're and, all that length. And, but this one is that length, two hours and what? 20-something. Uh, 20-something. And it could have been longer. You know, that that's when you can tell wow. it's a really, really good movie. Four oh, I'm star so movie. excited. It, yeah. Well, and it's funny because pre-pandemic, right before the pandemic, I was supposed to take a trip with my daughter and my sister and my mother 
to New York to see the new West Side Story on Broadway, which only had a week run before COVID shut everything down, which, of course, we were not able to go. So this is going to be the bittersweet ending to that trip. (laughs) Isn't that amazing how many things are on hiatus? Dee was going to go back with a a dear friend of hers, and they had a Broadway package where they could see three shows, stay in New York and everything else. And that's been canceled, renewed, canceled, renewed, canceled, renewed. I mean, it's, it's just absolutely insane virginia what else is cooking uh, anything else that our listeners ought to well, be aware I of mean, big news in utah film of course is that sundance came out with its program yesterday so everyone right. should go online and see what's premiering there's a lot of great films they're doing a mix of online and in person and lots of options for locals so hopefully everyone can find something that they want to see yeah um and, yeah, we're just kind of gearing up for this winter season, which is typically a little bit slower, although the commercials never stop. I was just chatting with some of the vendors that have, you know, he said he worked on 145 commercials in the past year. It's wow. just been a very busy time for film in, in terms of that. And, I, you know, I'm assuming that that's going to continue because we are so film-friendly. So yeah, it's good. Absolutely. Virginia, we always love chatting with you. Thank you so much for joining us you today. We too. wish we could I'm see you in person. I'm sorry I wasn't but, able to come uh, to Minky Couture. I love those blankets. They are amazing. You guys. They truly are. Hey, give our best to your family, and uh, we love you, and we'll uh, look forward to chatting with you right after the uh, the first of the year. All right, great. We'll talk then. Thanks, Virginia. Virginia Pierce. The Movie Show. Oh, you are hard to look at. You look like the topographical map of Utah. Exactly. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160. It's the official quirky pick of the week on the KSL Movie Show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the quirky pick of the week is coming to you from not only Minky Couture here in Layton, and of course, the origin of the whole thing is at KSL Broadcast House, but also from KSL Holiday, where Deanne is standing by. With I the thought for sure picks. 55% off she'd be here. Oh, believe me, I've been getting instructions. Are you kidding oh, me? Okay. You ought to see my phone. It's been blowing up. <laughs> Dee, what have you got for the quirky picks this week? Well, I'm wondering, did you get my list of things to buy? I did. As a matter of fact, we're just working on a particular color right now for a particular person. Okay. Yes, Not a peculiar I say, I person. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I sent you more information. I think it's tricky how, how this... Uh, you're kind of collaborating with the weather to keep me away with your credit card. Ooh, well, you know, you wow, can go on, you can go online, but why in the world am I saying that? Okay, yeah, minkycouture.com, <laughs> okay. Deanne. Okay. okay, I'm on it. I'm on All it. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Okay. Well, you know how last year we did a 24 days of Christmas. I don't know if you remember you were there, but I think I might have done most of the work. <laughs> but, oh, but, but it's one of those. At least 23 of those days. Huh? Uh-huh. Well, we did all of our favorite movies, and each day we posted. They were all pretty much the classics. This year, we've kind of segued into watching all of these or trying to watch as many of the newer movies of, as we can, and it's been fun. And you, you recapped uh, one of them that I don't know if it was a oh. high point. It was, it was a, it was a point of some kind, but it, it had a great title, a Christmas movie, Christmas. I thought, yeah. what could be better for the movie show? Think of it, the movie show, Christmas movie. That's Ooh, frightening, you, isn't it? Wouldn't that be yeah. great? Thank you. The movie show, Christmas movie. Yeah, scary. What? It would be a scary movie. <laughs> Horror film. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, that was a weird little movie, and it was so syrupy sweet. I mean, just watching it, you practically Wait, it was a Christmas a movie Christmas? Christmas movie. That's the one with the two sisters. One oh, was a Grinch oh, yeah. one, and then they get sucked into the typical the plot of a Christmas movie. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. So they and they yep. kept waiting for it. Okay, when is the love interest going to come along? Oh, there he is. Okay, when is my sister going to see the light on Christmas? Oh, there it was. There's there's what what do they call her? Gamma gag. Gram gram. Gram gram. Graham Graham's always stuffing cookies in their face. And, so, yeah. <laughs> and thank goodness and they're not always... predictable at all. <laughs> well, well, they even sounds, mock that. It sounds pretty cute and clever. And I really thought it, it was kind of a cute idea, but it, I don't know why it, it goes flat, except for Graham Graham. And she, 
shares never-ending wisdom and good cheer, and and that yeah. becomes tedious also. But but anyway, it's it's certainly <laughs> inoffensive and kind of interesting, right? I don't. Know. So what else is on the docket today? Well, the other one, the other one we watched that that Steve, if you didn't watch this, you probably should. It's called Eight Bit Christmas. It's truly a spinoff on the Christmas Story. Yeah. It's uh, um, Neil Patrick Harris. Flashes back to wanting not the BB gun, but an eight, but a Nintendo game, right? Yeah. Right, Doug. And it's very, it's kind of similar, but it has a real different twist at the end. Yeah, they really try to do the flavor, you know, the narration of oh, it. Oh, it's by dead the on. But the, there is a different ending by far. And, you know, so it, you think, I, one time I looked over at D and I said, this is shot for shot. But no, at the end. Right down to the Farkas character, yeah. you know, oh, the guy, oh. the king of the mountain. I know, the big. Did he go to school there? I, don't I couldn't know. figure that out. He's this great He's like big. four times bigger than any of those kids. I know. But at the end, it takes a real fast south turn, which is, is kind of interesting. I what the turn was. Yeah. No, well, it's the, ending, actually... the ending doesn't end like it did in the Christmas story, where he gets huh. them. And, and they the set gun. you up for that, though, too, where the old man comes through. They set you up for it, set you up for it, and then something oh, else happens. that's right. So, yeah. It, yeah. It's an 80s version of A Christmas Story. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And all the toys, exactly. you know, the kid is so disappointed because he gets a light bright, and he, think it's, <laughs> he thinks it's going to be the Nintendo Pound Puppies. The daughter wants a Cabbage Patch doll. This was, I can relate to this because that's back in the day when we were you doing You wanted a Cabbage well, Patch No, doll. we were doing the Christmas gift exchange, and we were helping people. And Cabbage Patch was just yeah. the coolest. Well, plus, that. Doug, that, that was when our kids were little. So, I, yeah. I mean, if you tend to be in our age range, it's worth watching just kind of for that yeah. 80s flashback. And, and I, it kind of sucked me in at first. Like Doug's, I was just like, this is just a ripoff. But by the time we were done with it, it has they dropped one uh, verbal expletive deleted bomb that's unnecessary, but it's got a PG rating. I, I thought it was it kind of sucked me in by the end. Eight bit yep. Christmas. Why they threw that bomb in? I don't, it was like Adventures in Babysitting. That one big well, literally, fudge, I mean, shot for know? shot. That's exactly it's yeah. the O fudge moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I actually thought it was very creative. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I liked it. I too. thought the writing was really clever, and I, it's going to be probably a Christmas classic. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Well, that's good to know that you watched it too. Those those are we actually watched another one, but we're going to write it up later. And there's one love something that our daughter's just really wanting us to watch. So we're kind of trying to be in the in the moment and watch some of the new movies. Although we did go back and catch the Christmas story last night. Just yeah. out of tradition, and my uh, mom was over and for Doug, dinner, so we watched that. And Doug is finally hooked on that that uh, series that starts with an S, and I won't even say it because you guys will fall out of your chairs. I'm warming but, up. Anyway. we're in season yeah. two. We're in season two. I'm getting to know the characters, yeah. but I'll tell you, Catherine O'Hara, I'm a big fan of, but her character just puts me over the top. Yeah, you know, uh, she is definitely. Yeah. Uh, she's very into herself. All right. Well, D, I wish you were here. Yeah. I wish I was there too. Maybe maybe I'll still come. No, I probably won't. <laughs> well, there is a Minky Couture right there very near us in you know, here's the amazing thing. That's as many right. people are here, there's still the shelves are full. How, is that magically they, they, happening? They, they magically. It's it's like that scene in The Bishop's Wife where the uh the wine glass for the old professor just keeps filling oh. and he just keeps looking at it and can't figure it out. So, that's well, what's happening sure. here. Be sure you read my list because I might keep adding, okay? Oh, well, that's uh, <clears throat> good to know. Thanks, D. Oh, look at the time. All right. I know. And his battery's dead right. on his phone. Sorry. That's right. Hey, D, see thanks you. so much for joining us. Yeah. And, uh, see you I'll, later. I'll see you back at the homestead a little later on. All right. It is 11.15 here at KSL. We're going to take a break, and we will come right back with more of the movie show from Minky Couture. The Movie Show. Is it better to be feared or respected? And I say, is it too much to ask for both? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You know, Steve, the Movie Show is kind of both. We are feared and we are respected. I think the fear part you got right. Yeah, you think so? People are scared what we're going to say. Yeah, they're going, they just hold their breath. KSL management does. You know, every Friday they just, they go to a really long lunch and just hold their breath. That's probably true. And then they look for the memos and the things that when they come back. The hate mail. Okay, Stephen. Sir. I think it's time for a little telephone. Torture. I thought you wanted to do a movie review. I got excited. Oh, well, we'll get around to that. 
11.58. Okay, we're looking for caller number three. Three. All right, Telephone Torture. And, of course, sponsored by our great friends at the Megaplex Theaters. They're going to have a great weekend. You know, with oh. West Side Story and everything. So the just, beauty of West Side Story, it's a fifty, a 45-day window before yeah. it will be out on Disney+. Plus. And, you know, I'm seeing more and more things that are becoming that 45-day window. Yeah, they, they're window. getting it. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you about a conversation I had with our old friend T.J. Redman. Uh, over, just, I saw him yesterday at a store. and We had, we had just oh, a great conversation. TJ. So it's good, good to see him. But, yeah, that, those windows are important. Okay, we're looking for caller number three for fabulous prizes at the Megaplex Theaters. You're going to get two tickets, two drinks, and a tub of popcorn. And hi, who's this? This is Roy. Roy, you don't sound very excited. You know, we're kind of close to Roy, Utah, where we are right now. But Well, oh, you know. named after it, him. Yeah. It was so, named after me, yes. It was named after you. Wow. Well, there you go. Well, your honor. They knew I was cubbing, you know. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, you are caller number one. Sometimes being number one is a good thing. It ain't today. So that makes you a loser. All right. Confirm that, tie. There we go. Quick you lose. Ooh. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. All right. Now we go back to the phone line. This will be caller number two. And hi, who's this? This is Steve. Steve, you know... Uh, you are not a loser, sir. You've got so many things going against you, Steve. First of all, the name concerns me. <laughs> and the fact that you are going to be our final Coming from loser. Doug. You're okay. going to be our final... Hello? Bye. <laughs> He's just embracing it. Well, you know, he yeah. didn't want to hear the whole speech, so he figured. The whole speech? Yeah. yeah. He's he probably heard the like, Steve thing before. Fine, I'm a loser. I get All it. All right, he's a loser. Let's acknowledge it. Here we go. Show me a man yes. who's gentle and kind, and I'll show you a Steve. What do you think? Well, I love the words. This guy. <laughs> All right, back to the phone line. But we, we actually have good news. For this listener, we do. We do. You know, uh, there's only a half hour left of the movie show. Hi, who's this? Hello. I told you we ran out. That was it. That, that was, was it. We've offended one. every single listener. We're down to our last two. And so we're going to have to recycle some we'll people. To, so we're going to have to take these gifts, in other words. Oh. So you and I will go see a movie. There'll be two drinks. And keep your big mitt out of the popcorn because I'm going to eat it all. Fair enough. Let's go back to the phone line. And hi, who is this? This is John. John. Merry Christmas to all. Hey, Anna. Oh, big John. And Thanks, bro. And to all a good night. Congratulations. You are a big... Wiener. Wiener. Absolutely. You have won fabulous prizes worth up to... Dollars. Dollars. Of course you have. You have won two tickets to the Megaplex Theater. What movie are you going to go see? Definitely going to uh, West Side Story. Ah, wise choice. Well done, John. You have chosen wisely. And two drinks go along with that and a tub of popcorn. Who's going to go with you? My wife, of course. Your wife, of course. Of course your wife. She will love West Side Story. So will you. And now, what do we do to make all the losers out there? Notice Sandy just shows up when we're almost done with this. What do you say to all the losers out there? What can we do to make them feel better? Well, we need little Frank Sinatra and uh, his famous song for the losers. Famous song. Well done. Yeah. Here we go. John wants our job. (laughs) He's doing awful. He might get it. Well, here's to the losers. Another rousing rendition of Telephone Torture. Doesn't it just make you feel better about being a human being? It does. It does. It's a very happy day. I made it here. That's my first that happiness. That boy, no kidding, me too. I Talk was, about white knuckle. Oh, I know, me too. And, uh, you know, I, I got here maybe three minutes before the show started. And, I blew by so. two red pickups. I thought for sure yeah. one of them was you. <laughs> was somebody with the window down screaming? That was that was me. <laughs> the movie show. We'll soon find out that some wizarding families are better than others, Potter. You don't want to go making friends with the wrong sort. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Stephen, sir, I think we ought to review a movie. Yes, we should. How about if we do uh, Being the Ricardos? 
Oh, uh, you don't like that? I, don't, I didn't care for it. Yeah. All right, being the Ricardos. Lucille Ball's a threat to the American way of life? Does the FBI have any case against Lucy? I need you to help me save my marriage. How many times I gotta explain where I was and where I was not? You gotta explain. You being funny right now? I'm Lucille Ball. When I'm being funny, you'll know. This is getting out of hand. Man. Have you been cheating on me? But the story's made up. If they boo me? If they boo you, we're done. Okay, you know, this is not your typical, oh, this is so sweet, Lucy and Ricky. Yeah, we know they finally got a divorce, but, oh, gosh, it must have been a lot of fun. This this was uh, focusing on a very, very hard time. They were doing the TV show, yeah. and we find out how they met. We, You know, she was kind of the queen of the B-movies, and it just never quite, they, honestly, she didn't know where she was going to go. A lot of the people who worked with her, her agent on the phone is going, I don't know where we're, but all of a sudden, this leap to television just worked, and she met Desi Arnaz, and they really and he was just, you know, there was an error, era when all the focus, remember all the old movies, down to Rio, everything else. We were really oh, focused yeah. on great relations with South and Central Americas and the Cuba. Although and the they islands. did not want him to be right the, hus- the TV husband. Exactly. And she just threw down on that. And she was doing a radio show. It was a radio show where she kind of played that character. And so when they offered her the TV show, she said, yeah, but not without Desi Arnaz. And then Desi ended up being the genius in the background, Desi Liu and everything else. But it focuses on the era where the the Red Scare was going on and the McCarthy era and the blacklists in Hollywood. And she had actually attended, you know, kind of in honor of her grandfather, actually. She had actually signed up. She checked the box, communist. You know, and a lot of people did that back then. They weren't enemies. You know, they were an ally during World War II and everything else. So a lot of people had gone to meetings. It just came back to haunt her. And it just came back to haunt them, absolutely. And what's interesting is Desi Arnaz, he'd had his gut full of communism down in Cuba. And, boy, he said, you know, he, he was as true blue American as you could be. And it walks through their relationship. I thought it was really interesting. J.K. Simmons. Oh, plays uh, the part of William Frawley. He was Frawley. my favorite He was in amazing. The, the woman that played Ethel Fred was Mertz, great. A yeah. lot of the personal relations, it was Desi that insisted on William Frawley being in that character. And then Lucy's Even though he's much older than Much Vivian older, and, and that was kind of the joke. And they kept that couple kind of, so they would look more glamorous. They cook Fred and Ethel, you know, more frumpy, frumpy and old yeah. and everything exactly. else. And it goes, but, you know, the the problem that I had with this is, Nicole Kidman, first of all, she's in everything right now, you know, the, the role du jour. But I, I had a hard time. A couple of moments she flashed, That's you know. That's exactly my issue. And But overall. I never bought her as Lucy. And, and what, where was Deborah Messing? I know. And, and Javier, he is such an amazing actor. But And, and this is going to sound weird. But. You know, with with the prosthetics and the things that they can do nowadays. Oh, his just, Romanesque nose. Just he, he, every time I saw the profile or anything, I went. Oh, it's but not, it's not him. It's not him. That's what bothered me because we've been spoiled rotten. We've seen these performances before where they are just spot on on their accents. They are spot on on their mannerisms. They are even eerily look alike either through natural ability or through prosthetics. Yeah. So I, th- this was not a great movie. I, I think I understand, though, because they're trying to go for a heavier, uh, more performance. It was because, a heavier part of the story. Yeah, this is a darker side of Lucy that we don't normally and see. Is so he or is, is he Deborah, not cheating? Right. You know? it, it, can Deborah Messing pull that off? I'm guessing that's probably why they didn't go that direction. Because she's just not right for this part. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, too, the attitude that comes through on Desi Arnaz's. Of course, I'm not cheating on you. you know. But in his mind, if it, if it wasn't somebody he was in love with or something, it, it wasn't cheating. It's just recreation? Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. Th- this, this movie was not my favorite either. I don't think I disliked it as much as you did. Well, I gave it a B-, minus, but oh, well, we're in the same ballpark. I, I love Aaron Sorkin's writings, oh, yeah. and it just... It wasn't enough to make me like this film. But, you know, it was it was a little different because with Sorkin, usually it's pop, 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 pop. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's real crisp and, and 
you know, kind of staccato delivery. But this was a little different. But I, I got a lot of interesting insights. I love the old television stuff. I love yeah. it when – and, and I, I didn't check this out. I was going to, and I'm kicking myself that I didn't. But where everybody's just going, you know, the news breaks. Walter Winchell, of course, is one pointing the fingers without mentioning a name. But there's a scene where Desi Arnaz goes out to warm up the audience, as he always does. Yeah. And he basically addresses it head on. And that's where you heard it in the trailer, if they boo, we're in trouble. And did he really have J. Edgar Hoover on the phone? Uh, he did have the phone call, but I'm not sure it was live on television. Right, right. I so think that was probably for dra- dramatic But J. Edgar effect. Hoover basically said, no, we've looked into this and there isn't a case. And so, yeah. interesting. Anyway, it's called, the title of the movie is Being the Ricardos. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we've still got, what, Don't Look Up and National Champions? Don't Look Up, both great films okay. for different reasons. All right. We'll talk about them both, and uh, movie show top ten just wouldn't be a movie show without that, or at oh, least no. a decent movie show. Did I just use the word decent? No. Let's I'm move on. Sure oh, look at the time. It's 1147. The Movie Show. You could just write your own roles, you know, write something that's as interesting as you are. What are you going to do? I have my own club. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. All right. We need to review another movie. And which one did you want to do here? Uh, don't Look Up. Don't Look Up. Here we go. I hear there's uh, something you don't like the looks of. We discovered a very large comet. Oh, good for you. It's headed directly towards Earth. This comet is what we call a planet killer. What are we going to do? We have to release the information. So we just leak it. This comet contains $30 trillion worth of material. What do trillions of dollars matter if we're all going to die? Oh, no, this would be terrible. I've heard about this movie, and it sounds really cool. Oh, it, it's, I call it a doomsday satire, and uh, it's a, a, two scientists discover uh, Leo DiCaprio and, and Jennifer Lawrence. They both are at Michigan State, and she's just a, like a graduate student. She goes, uh, one night, you know how they, yeah. they get time on the satellite or on the telescope, and she goes, what the heck is that? And they map it out, and she calls in her, her professor, who's Leo, and she goes, uh, you might want to check my math here, but I've got a 99.9% possibility that this thing is coming at the Earth yeah. and is going to collide with the Earth. And he looks, he does the math, and he goes, like, holy crap, you're right. And then they send it out to other universities to make right. sure. And so they finally get an audience with the president, played by <laughs> Meryl Streep. Yeah. But she's kind of a, you know, Trump's probably not the right word, but she's, you know, in that mindset. Right. And she's like... Well, well, you know, it sounds kind of scary, but let's put a pin in it and and get back to it. He goes, "Um, ma'am, six months and 14 days from now, this thing is going to hit the planet and it's going to destroy it. And you want to put a pin in that? And so they decide that they have to go on air and, you know, get it out to the public because the president's not going to do anything about it. And one of the funniest bits is, you know, they're wearing the red hat, which is kind of a slam on the maggot. But it says, don't look up. And one of the good old boys... (laughs) They're at this rally, and he goes, what the hell is that? <laughs> and, you know, yeah. now it's close enough to where they can see it. And they're still like, you know, that's, so that's the key. This really isn't about a comet. It's right. about how our politics and everything have gotten so involved that we won't listen to scientists about whatever. The problem with this movie is it's a little too heavy-handed. Okay. Uh, uh, McKay makes a great point here, but he just keeps smacking it over the head. So what's the great uh, B plus? This is a great. And don't B+. leave because there's a scene at the very, very end. Okay. It was just me and Sean left at the end, and we're like, people are like, what happened? What happened? Like, hey, you need to stuck oh, around yeah, to, see, to go it. see it. And a little too heavy-handed, but boy, does it make a point. on the big screen. Big screen. Okay. Yes. And then in two weeks, it'll be out on uh, Netflix. Okay. Hey, we have just enough time. And, of course, we've got to have time for the movie show top. <clears throat> now, are you know what these people are going to love this. You're going to scatter the room. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the movie show top ten. Christmas goose there? What was that? Uh, it was creativity, Steve. You okay. have to kind of know it in order to appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think you know what that word means. Yeah, but I okay. think she just dropped her minky over there. All right, number 10 is something I cannot even explain. Sword art, online, whatever. I'm what do you mean sure. whatever? This is a big movie. Yeah, whatever. It's Made a, $1 million. It's an anime. Okay. Okay. 
King Richard has made 13.4, crashing and burning. Number eight <laughs> is Dune, part one. This is this is fun, over $100 million now. Yeah, 278.4, it's at three, almost over $400 million. Clifford the Big Red, Big Red Dog has been doing okay, you know. Yeah. And you come out with a halfway decent kids movie at this time of year, you really ought to make money, and yeah. that's $46 million. Raccoon City is number six. That's a Resident Evil movie without Mila Jovovich. I know. How does that work? Well, it's made twenty-five uh, worldwide. Yeah, and let's see, The Eternals, uh, one hundred and fifty-six million dollars. I mean, this is a little superhero overload for me, but wow. The foreign is safe in this movie. It's yeah. a, a three eighty-six total. Okay, let's see. What have we got here? Christmas, uh, with, Christmas the with the Chosen. The yeah, that, that's a kind of a sing-along thing. Right. It's only made ten million. House of Gucci. About $35 million domestically. Another 35 foreign, it's at 70. Ghostbusters, I'm really pleased. It's it's cracked $100 million three weeks. That's good. And the foreign numbers are good at 43, so it's 147. And Encanto, this is a sweet little movie. Out only two weeks, it's about $60 million domestically. Perfect balance, 60 domestic, 60 foreign, yep. so it's at 120. That's really, really good. Yep. All right. The Movie Show Top Ten, of course, sponsored by our friends at Call Climate services and scott if you're out there i gotta start calling him because we're gonna get hooked up to natural gas in eureka oh nice gotta come out and tune can i mention one little movie the last one yes you may national champions this is a movie about how athletes uh, they should get paid you know the collegiate athletes and so these guys boycott the championship game like three days before it's supposed to happen. Stephen James from uh, Beale Street Could Talk is in it. Yeah. J.K. Simmons is the coach, and he's in the middle of a oh, – yeah. the acting is incredible. And they really bring home the idea of should athletes in college get paid? And if so, you know, how do we go about it? It's really pretty well done. I was shocked. National, It's called National Champions. No one's heard of it. It's in theaters starting today. Uh, I gave it a B. It is rated R for some language, but uh, what a great topic, All right. especially at this time of year. Aren't you glad that we're not boycotting the Olympics with the athletes and it's just diplomatic? I think that's thank a cool him. way to do it. Oh, thank you. That was devastating. Make years your point. Ago. Yeah, we make our point, but we don't punish the athletes. That have been and doing so, this for years, yeah. trying to, yeah. Being thank Utah's you. Mr. Sports, I had to get that in. Hey, that does it for the movie show today and tonight. When you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.